Hi there, and welcome to the Accepted Authority podcast. My name is Greg Roworth, and each week I bring you the Accepted Authority podcast because it's my passion to help owners of professional service firms, owners of consultancy firms, achieve greater results in their practices and to grow their businesses successfully and profitably. And one of the ways that I've found that is the probably the most effective strategy in helping to grow your business and helping to attract potentially ideal clients consistently and predictably is through the strategy of being the accepted authority or authority positioning. Now, in today's episode, I want to talk about who makes you the authority, who appoints you as an authority, because for uh, many of us, the success of our business really depends on are we seen as the authority in what we do, or are we just seen as one of the crowd? Are we seen as a commodity service? Do we provide a commodity service that is just the same as all our competitors? Hence, we have to submit our proposals And we have to hope that our price is good enough to be acceptable to the client who will then uh, agree to take us on and do the work. Now, that is not the position that is set up for success. That is a position that is set up for struggles, set up for frustration, set up for pain. But unfortunately for many of us in the consultancy world, That's where we find ourselves. And I say we because before I discovered the the strategy of authority positioning, I was exactly in the same position. I was no different to anyone else. And struggling in that position of being seen as a commodity, just another one of those guys, is not a formula for real success in business. Yes, we can get by. And because most of us are good at what we do, uh, we can charge reasonably high enough prices to mean that we can make a living out of what we do. And even though we may not get enough clients or we might not get the right sort of clients consistently and predictably, when we do get clients, we usually make good money from the projects that we work on. But how much different could it be if we didn't have to survive from one project to the next? Or if if we've got a team of, of people working with us that we're not always worried about whether we're going to be busy enough next month to keep everyone occupied and busy. If we don't have to worry about where our next projects are coming from so that we always have a full pipeline, we always have a full a book of work, and we're able to plan our business for growth rather than for survival. That is a position that I was able to change in my business, in the previous business that I, I ran successfully, um, starting from scratch, uh, but within seven years, growing a team of people around me, having a consistent and predictable pipeline of new opportunities coming through and having those clients, uh, those consultants busy with client work on a consistent and regular basis. And 
because of that formula, I was able to sell that business just to walk in, walk out situation, basically. I didn't have to stick around like a lot of consultants are asked to do you know, for three years to make the transition or changeover because my business was systemized, because my business was basically a business that ran by itself. It worked for me rather than me having to be the one that made it work. And that's ultimately where we want to be in our business. And like my book here, Run Your Business on Autopilot, that is the formula for real success in any business, let alone a consultancy business. So how do we become the authority in our market? Or who actually appoints us as the authority in the market? Because it obviously being the authority in the market means that we're seen as a leader. We're seen as a thought leader. We're seen as the, the prominent expert in our field. So now it can't be just us that claims that position, can it? Well, yes and no. We first have to believe that that's the position we can occupy uh, and will occupy, and there has to be a reason for that. We can't just say, well, I'm going to be the authority in the market and then just do the same things we've always been doing. We can't make that claim and then just be the same as all of our competitors. So it can't be just... I'm going to take authority position and I'm going to look like I'm the authority in the market. I'm going to put out content because obviously it is about content that people see from us that creates authority positioning. We have to be seen to have a different opinion from our competitors. We have to be seen to be saying something different to our competitors and we need to be able to stand out from our competitors. And really the only way to do that is by posting content. And in you know, days gone by, the only way to do that pretty much was with a book or by being a, a, a speaker at seminars or um, in public gatherings where we were able to get up in front of a crowd and spruik our 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 opinions or you know, talk about you know our different take on things so there's a couple of fundamentals here we uh, well that used to be the only way to do it now we've got so many other opportunities which actually make it so much easier to achieve that authority positioning however because it's easier there are so many more people trying to occupy that space and what i see happening is that many people trying to be the authority in the market are actually creating a lot of noise that you have to break through. So while it's easier in one way, it's even harder in another way. Now, we see people like Simon Sinek, for example, uh, who has probably one of the, the most downloaded uh, YouTube videos of his uh, a TED talk about start with why. Now he has become an authority in his field and he's written a number of books, but also um, 
that YouTube video clip, maybe the five-minute version of that video clip is you know, almost one of the most downloaded videos around um, this area of authority positioning. He has become an authority on the back of that video clip. And yes, the books support that authority positioning, but there's no doubt in my mind that that one video, that TED Talk that he did accelerated his claim to fame. Now, what happened in that situation is worth studying because if Simon Sinek can do it and a number of other people have done the same thing, then success leaves clues and we can pick up on those clues and learn how to do that ourselves. So the first thing is, you know, who appointed Simon Sinek as the authority? I don't see any public um, acceptance speech or um, a, a, an event where we're going to be appointing authorities at this event. Uh, Simon Sinek, please step up. That's not how it happens, is it? <laughs> Nobody is waiting to appoint you as the authority. So that's the first thing we've got to understand. We are not going to be claimed or appointed as an authority by anyone official uh, in our field. We are not going to have a, a authority acceptance speech prepared in our back pocket for the day that we get appointed to be the authority. That's not how it happens. However, we only become the authority by public acclamation. So we can't be a, an authority if no one takes notice of us. We can't be an authority if we're just a voice in the wilderness with no one listening. So those two things have to go hand in hand. We only become the authority when we gather a following. And really, that's the right word for it. We don't become an authority when we have an audience of people who may listen to us. We become an authority when we gather a following. And that following is made up of people who not only want to know more from us about our opinions and our ideas and our, our thought leadership, but they will tell others about what we are saying. They will be our evangelists in a way. They will be the ones saying, hey, you've got to listen to this person. What they're saying is, is really important and really different. So two things there. It's got to be different, as we've established before. You can't be an authority if you're saying the same things as everybody else. It's got to be different, but it's also got to be important. And it's got to be important because it has an impact on people's lives or their businesses or the situation that they're in. So many of us struggle with that ability to gather a following or to have people who are doing part of the promotion work on our behalf. Now, we're not talking about referrals here, and that, that's a different situation. We, we get referrals from doing good work and being referred to other people to do the same work. 
What I'm talking about here is people in our following who love what we say, love what we're about, and probably even more than loving what we do, they love what we stand for. And I think this is the critical point of being an authority is that you must be seen to stand for something. So you must be seen to stay, to take a stance either for something or against something and potentially both. You know, there are always two sides of the coin. So for most of us, the ability to be seen as the authority in our market is to be able to stand against the status quo. We stand against the, the limited opportunities that are being provided. We, we stand against the limitations in the way that our competitors are providing their services. We stand against the lack of results that our competitors are achieving. We stand against the, the self-serving ways that our competitors operate. And we stand for better results that our clients deserve. We stand for breaking out of the limited uh, opportunities that have been provided before and seeing the endless opportunities that you can provide. We stand for ultimate success in the long term rather than short-term fixes. We stand for our clients benefiting only when we, uh, the other way around, sorry, we only benefit when our clients are winning. We stand for making them the champions that we can provide the solutions for and making it our number one priority to have an impact on our clients, not to make an income for ourselves. Yes, the income will come <laughs> when our clients are winning, when we have a mass following of winning clients who are preaching about what we have done for them, then there's no doubt that we are seen as the authority. Well, there's no doubt that the income will exceed the normal sort of income that we might be used to. So taking a stance, standing for something, standing against something, standing for something is the critical element I see as being the authority in your market. Now, many of us suffer from what's called imposter syndrome. You know, we think, well, who am I to say these things? Why would anyone listen to me? What have I got to offer? What have I got to, to be an authority? And they're all legitimate questions. And I think they're healthy questions to have because if you didn't have those questions, you'd probably be an egotistical maniac. You'd think you're God's gift to anyone. And that's not really a healthy position to operate from. But if you have those doubts, if you have limited um, well, thoughts about your own capabilities, that is a healthy position to come from because you can break through that. that that's really just a surface level. Well, it's an about me feeling. It's 
you know, it's like, well, I feel weak and miserable. No, <laughs> we've got to be better than that. And I believe you are better than that. You are not that weak and miserable, self-focused person because you care about your clients. And that's the reason you can get beyond that because you know how to get your clients better results than your competitors can get. You know there's a better way. And when you have that take, when you see yourself as having an ability to provide amazing results for your clients, when you have the ability to have a massive impact on the the, the clients in a way that benefits them, you get beyond that. It's about me feeling and you make it about them. And I think, again, here's the second really important part of being the authority is that it's not about you being the authority. It's not really about wanting to be the authority. It's about actually just taking that position of authority because you know a better way. You are the leader because you know how to get better results for your clients and have a greater impact. So just taking that stance because you care about your clients leads to becoming the authority. You don't have to set out to be an authority, but you have to set out to have the impact that you can have and not to limit any of that impact that you might be able to achieve with your clients. So taking that stance, having that belief that your clients need something better that's on offer than what's offer on offer at the moment and that you have the answers for them. You have the solution that they need. Therefore, you are going to let them know about that solution in as many ways as you can, whether that's on social media, whether that's writing a book, whether that's making a speech, whether that's being on TV. It doesn't really matter. The media does not matter. You will get more and more media attention as you increase in your authority. And the more you're accepted as the authority, those opportunities in different media options will come. But it the, the moments you need to set out and stake your claim in the media that you find most acceptable or most relevant to your clients and start telling them how they can be better off and do that in a way that is not just about information, it's about transformation. We need to be able to talk transformation with our clients, not information. So I hope I've given you at least a couple of good focus points today to help you on your journey to becoming the accepted authority in your market. And now we're not talking about being the authority for everybody. You know, we need to start small and carve our, our niche in our target market where we can have the greatest impact. And yes, that impact might flow and our niche might grow, and our authority might broaden from that narrow niche. But that will come in time when we achieve success with that starting point. So start small, but be the accepted authority for that small niche to gather a following, to have a, a following of vocal supporters who want everyone else to know what you can do for them. 
So that's it for the accepted authority today. If you want to know more about being the authority in your market and how you can be seen as the accepted authority, you'll find a lot of information on my website at businessflightpath.com. You'll also find a lot of information on my Facebook page and my LinkedIn profile. Um, just search for Greg Roworth on those platforms and join the groups that um, that I have on those platforms or attend one of our uh, online events where we provide training around how to be the accepted authority in your market. So that's a wrap for today. This has been Greg Roworth on the Accepted Authority podcast. Catch you all next week.